Welcome to the Gambling Podcast. River card queen of clubs. Are you kidding? A royal flush for Chris Moneymaker. You're going to win. That's how you win. Where we discuss sports gambling, insider sports information. That was not supposed to happen. And the latest odds. I commend Dan Shack for having stones so big. They are now considered the islands of the Bahamas, but this bluff is risking crazy amounts of real money. The show starts with Nick and Gus right now. Welcome back once again to the Gambling Podcast, where we talk everything gambling, all sports. So, um, my name is Nick, and I'm joined by Gus. What's up, Gus? How's it going, Nick? All good? All good. And so, um, basically, you know, we want to talk a little bit about what's going on with basketball. So, as we all know, um, the once again, the Warriors proved that they can do, you know, uh, immensely well, even without Durant, right? Yeah. And, um, and they completely squashed the, the Trailblazers. What um, I mean, what, how did you see that game? I mean, was there any surprise whatsoever? Kind of, because um, remember we spoke a lot about the Houston Rockets and how we thought the Rockets had what it takes while they lost to, to the Warriors. Now, Portland appeared to be very good. I mean, they had a, a very uh, impressive series against Denver uh, with Damian Lillard uh, leading them and those amazing baskets, uh, beating the buzzer and all that stuff. And, yeah, I'm surprised, not because the Warriors, um, you know, now, you know, like it or not, the Warriors is a team that's going to be remembered for a long time. All these finals, all these records that are they're breaking. However, I thought that Portland would have, um, I would say, the strategy in place to contend, um, you know, a team like the Warriors. However, uh, they just proved, they proved me wrong. Um, the, the Warriors are a great team, and Steve Kerr definitely would be uh, one of the best. Uh, well, he was a very good player, you know, um, a very good three-point shooter. But I think he, he's, he played for the Spurs, right? Yeah, but for the Bulls, for the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he always he's always he's very used to this this kind of stage, you know, be, being being in the finals. You know, he won all those uh, championships with with the Bulls. Then he moved on to the Spurs, and, and he kind of started that. Uh, Greg Popovich era with the Spurs, and uh, and now as a coach, he's done great. I mean, it's just uh, impressive. Uh, you know, some people don't like the way basketball's played these days. You know, a lot of three-point baskets, but that's the way it is. And and he's proven to be the best at it. And um, well, you know, it all ha- you know, it's also kind of you know consequential that he does have people players like like Steph Curry, like like Kevin Durant, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's he's kind of sort of has. You know, a little bit of what we would call a dream team, right? Yeah, All together. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, but, but if you think about it, they started from scratch. I mean, who were the Golden State Warriors 15 years ago, 20 nobody, years ago? Nobody. I mean, I just I remember, if you ask me, what I remember from the Warriors was Chris Mullins, who made it to, to the dream team in 92 for the Olympics. That that's that was my link to the Warriors. That that's and what even I even then that was a big deal. Yeah, but that that was the only reason why I remember the Warriors because they had a team. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some a big fan base uh, people from San Francisco. Well, now there is who, right who remember. Now, but but I mean, then. yeah, but they, I mean, he started a project from scratch. Exactly, adding players like Stephen Curry and then getting free agents like Kevin Durant. So yeah, I mean, at some point, uh, you can definitely. Uh, uh, justify their performance based on the team they have now, but they started from scratch. They worked their way up, and that's another reason why I give them a lot of respect. Um, even though basketball nowadays is not as physical 
as it was back in the 90s, for example. But it is what it is now. I mean, I that's, mean everything that's a, changed. Now, yeah. it's, now it's more about technique. It's a lot. It's a lot more about footwork, and um, I think it's it, it has to do a lot about mental challenging. Yeah. Right. The but I mean, exactly. Now, my point is that regardless if if it's it was better then and it's, it's a little worse now, that's the way the game is played nowadays, and they are really good at it. So you have to respect that. And uh, yeah, definitely Portland. Uh, I mean, they have a good squad for the next season. Uh, pretty sure they're going to be up there. But uh, yeah, the Warriors. I mean, it's just it's just impressive. And now, if you think about it, uh, they're just resting right now. You know, getting everything in place for the finals. And uh, in the meantime, on Toronto, the other side, Toronto and Milwaukee are still two-two. So um, I think that gives them that gives them an advantage. They've been there. They know how to play. They they. I'm pretty sure they're going back on uh, you know what the schedule was last year and how they prepared to be on the road, how they prepared when they played at home, and they have all this time to, to plan it. And the other series, I mean, they still have the, the the Raptors are still coming back and they have to beat the, the Bucks. The Bucks are thinking, oh my God, they're coming back, they're gonna beat us, and they still are not planning the finals. I don't know. So, I, as much as I would want, you know, and tr- truthfully, I'm rooting for the Raptors, uh-huh. but. You know, in a gambling's point of view, right? You're rooting for them like Drake on the sidelines, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> I always see Drake, right? You always see him on TV. But um, I'm I'm just saying that like I would love to see a different type of mm-hmm. team, right? Wouldn't it be great to see a Canadian, someone from oh, yeah. Canada, no, no. be in the NBA final conference, the the final championship yeah, game? Definitely. I mean, that would be great, right? But realistic odds is, truthfully, if anybody has a chance to beat the Warriors. That's going to be the Bucks. Oh, okay. The Bucks have a better chance mm-hmm. than I think the, the the than the Raptors do, right? And so for that reason alone, just because I would not, truthfully, you know, I think that the that the Warriors are probably going to win this, right? They're mm-hmm. probably going to take it all, right? But mm-hmm. um, if it were up to me, I would not choose the Warriors. I would if it was you know if it were up to me and I could I could choose who would who who would win, it would definitely be. Um, the Bucks, or even it would definitely be Toronto. Why? Because we want to see a different guy. We want to see someone else win this. How boring is it to see again Steph Curry? I know he's good, and for all you Warrior fans, yeah, yeah, I get it. But still, boring. Let's see someone else. <laughs> well, that that's dynasties, you know. Uh, the same with Patriots. Same with the Bulls back in the day. I mean, it gets to a point in which everyone hates them, and they just keep winning. But that's that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And you look at look at you know. Teams like like my fabulous Lakers. I love my Lakers, right? Even yeah. though they they suck, they're a mess right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about what uh, you know? They, there was an interview with with uh, Magic, Magic Johnson. Oh yeah, it's and a he mess. trashed them, right? He completely yeah. trashed the whole front office, right? Yeah, saying that uh, you know, there's people that there's he, a lot of backstabbing going on. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that, that he thought he was going to have some power and change things, and it yeah. was all just a bunch of bull. And and like uh, GD Bus makes these decisions, you know. Uh-huh. Out of her sleeve and not well thought out. You know, it's crazy. You, you, you know. And I'm over here listening to this to this interview, and I'm thinking, what are? I wonder what the Clippers are sitting back and, and yeah. thinking, man. They're like, yeah, see, see, <laughs> you, you bastards. You know, you, you guys, you guys take all the limelight, right, and everything. You guys uh-huh. think you're gonna be all that with LeBron and everything? Where are you guys at now? Yeah, we went to the playoffs. You know, we gave. Uh, well, and truthfully, the Warriors did give. Uh, I'm sorry, the Clippers did give the Warriors a, a run for their money, I think, twice, right? Yeah, there yeah. were two good games that, yeah. that the Clippers played really well. And, uh, you know, I'm, that makes me happy for the Clippers. Great, mm-hmm. Good for them because they're always in, like, in the shadows, right? 
yeah. they're always like the 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 wicked or the the the, the stepson that nobody in LA wants to wants to talk about, right? Yeah, but uh, again, uh, I think that uh, the Warriors. I mean, if, if you check the series against Portland, on every game they were down. I mean, at some point they were down twelve points, fifteen points, but they, seventeen they, points, and they always come they back. Always, they always come back. How do they do that? It's like it's yeah, like they're. So oh yeah, that's right. We're I mean, here just, on a, just, a competition. So it, let's just think about rivals. I mean, when when you're playing the third game and you're beating them like I don't know, twelve points, or they're trailing by fifteen points. What, I mean, there's a mental game going on. I'm pretty sure the coach and the, and the Portland players are thinking like, Jesus, we did this twice and they still came back. And when you see them coming back on that third game, they're like, oh, my God. And then on the fourth game, the same thing. So even though you're doing things well in the first half, you may you know, be on top of them. It, somehow, you're gonna, on the back of your head, you're thinking, oh, they're, they're just going to come back. That's the way they do it. Yeah, so, yeah. How about being a Knicks fan, uh, a New York Knicks fan for the draft? And I mean, they thought they had, they they, they thought they had Zion Williamson locked. Well, and, Zion, yeah. and then you know, there's a lottery, and he goes to New Orleans. And there's uh, there's all this chatter about Durant not going over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I I think they I think he'll he'll end up going right. I think uh, I mean I think he would. He, he seems like the kind of guy who wants to move on and and kind of uh, have a new challenge. Uh, because I mean, if you think about it, I mean, he made all this history with Golden State. Now, um, you know, he worked his way up, being at Oklahoma. Then he went to Golden State. And it's a really nice challenge, and and it's one of those franchises that you really want to be part of um, of a resurrection. You know, and the Knicks are a great franchise. I mean, the New it's the New York Knicks. I mean, you're not talking about True. an expansion team here. But you're thinking you're thinking New York Knicks '90s back when yeah, uh, but back when what's his name I know, was there? Patrick uh, Ewing, yes. and Alan Houston. Oh and my God, those John Stars and all those guys. That, that was beautiful back then, right? But Charles now, Oakley. The, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and now I, no, mean, but this, I mean, if you think about it, they they didn't win anything back then. I mean, they went to the finals against the Rockets and they lost. Uh, um, you know, remember the Hakeem Olajuwon Rockets. But to me, they're a great franchise. I mean, it's one of the one of the big ones, one of the traditional ones. Even though they had struggled uh, in the past couple now, decades. Now, now the Knicks are. I, I I read somewhere that the Knicks were were probably one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, the no, last they one are. of the, they're, they're probably either <laughs> last place or close to. Yeah, if it wasn't for that lottery, they would have been the number one <laughs> pick. But I mean, uh, for a player like Kevin Durant, I mean, it, it's an interesting challenge. Uh, yeah, I mean, you want to you want to stay there in in that comfort zone and and be champion again, or you want to come here and be remembered as the player who who brought an entire franchise back. Well, you, you know, know that's that's what they said about LeBron. And the Lakers, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, but uh, it's it's the same thing. I mean, everyone thought, Le- well, LeBron's going to the Lakers. You yeah, know? but I mean, if you think about it, maybe I don't know. I think LeBron, it's a little more into a little more, you know, later on down the road. I mean, he's still a young person, but no, he's old. He's, but he's, he's, he's in, in basketball years. He's, he's getting to towards the end of his career. Yeah, yeah he's. But uh, Kevin Durant's a little younger. And then uh, and now you're talking about that interview with Magic Johnson. You can tell that there was a mess in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can bring, go back in time and bring the Michael Jordan from 1990, and and Steals, he's not gonna be able to, to you know, to bring that franchise back to life because of the way things are done in there. There's a power struggle, backstabbing. Nobody knows who who's really calling the shots. Uh, things are really difficult to to work like that. 
Yeah, yeah. May yeah. Uh, maybe I I I don't know the way the Knicks are operating right now. Maybe they are a little more organized and 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 by bringing Kevin Durant is is the first step in the right direction. Well, let's hope for that. That'd be great for the Knicks. He's going to be kind of like a savior, hopefully, for them, yep, right? Yep. So moving on from basketball. Uh, yeah, well, we're talking about the NFL drama. Uh, there's a few things going on. Uh, some teams are talk, talk to me about Jets. Yeah, some teams are starting with the uh, the OTAs, the organized team activities, uh, which are not mandatory, but uh, you get to see some of the big stars already, you know, working out, like Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs. Uh, some of them are still uh, resting, you know. But uh, one of the interesting storylines in the past couple of weeks is, is the Jets firing their general manager, Mike McKechnie. Um And not the fact that he, it's not interesting because he was fired, It's interesting when it happened, after the draft, just days after the draft, uh, when supposedly, in the way football's been, um, or the way franchise is organized, uh, you know, the GM is a big part of the draft strategy, what they're going to do, uh, the free agents are bringing in. And, uh, so well, what was the reason they fired him? Well, they just definitely, the, the official statement didn't go into much detail. They just thought uh, at the moment uh, it was. Is there gossip about it? It, or it was. What? It was better. Uh, there appears to be a power struggle between him and the head coach Adam Gase, which in the meantime is going to be the uh, interim GM. He's working as GM and head coach right now. Uh, no one knows if they're going to hire a new GM before the season starts. But yeah, uh, the, like you're saying, the gossip is that um, there was a power uh, a power struggle, and and the head coach won. At the end of the day, the, the owner came down and said, all right, you know what? Uh, if this is going on, I think it's better to do it now rather than wait an entire season. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, go an entire season down the drain. So let's do it now. GM gone. You're the head coach. Basically, they gave him the keys of that car uh, for him to drive it. And, uh, you, know, you know, they still have a good chance. You know, they have a second-year quarterback, which uh, appeared to be pretty good. You know, Sam Darnold was all right. I mean, nothing spectacular, but he was all right. Now they have uh, Levin Bell as, as their starting running back. That's good. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't discard the Jets, but it was really weird. It was really interesting, and um, we'll see what happens when it comes down to um, the way things are going to work out. Um, talking about a former Steeler, um, there was some drama again with the Steelers and. Uh, apparently, uh, there was this audio from uh, last season, Ben uh, Roethlisberger talking about uh, Antonio Brown and how he didn't run one of the routes correctly. And uh, it came back to the surface this oh, last no. week. And Antonio Brown went to his uh, Twitter and, and wrote Two-Face. Because then uh, Roethlisberger came back and said, you know what, I'm sorry about that, but that's the way media is. It was a little heated in the moment. And um, if, if that was the reason for our friendship, for ruining our friendship and our relationship i'm really sorry about it but obviously it's too late to say sorry right now and <laughs> the damage is done no? yeah and uh well he, antonio brown just wrote two face uh, obviously he, he didn't write any names but he he's talking about roethlisberger so uh yeah we'll see what happens man i mean that locker room you don't uh, i mean i thought that with Le uh, antonio brown leaving and levin bell leaving uh things would go back to normal but uh i don't know It seems like there's a lot of drama, even though 
players like Juju Smith-Schuster said that uh, there's no drama. They're just going to work out and everything. We'll, we'll I think see, they all we'll need see. to be stop being little little sissies, little bitches, you know, and just mm-hmm. get down to it and yeah. play, right? Because they all they, – the t- the, there's, the talent is there. The mm-hmm. talent is there at the Steelers, right? The direction is there, right? So, so let's just do this, right? The don't, don't, don't let another season go by where you got guys that are just they're, they're, they're demotivated. They're sitting down, you know. Like we as fans, we want to see them, you know, move. They want to see them advance, right? Mm-hmm. Last season, well, yeah, we saw Le'Veon sit sit down all season long, right? Yep. Protest his thing or whatever it was, you know, his money, you know, and. Yes, I get it. All that's important, but not not to the fan. We want to see them play. Yeah, and then uh, obviously we got to keep an eye on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, well, they're going to be on Hard Knocks this season, by the way. Uh, that show that we uh, basically uh, they do a series of episodes on on their preparation before the season. But uh, I mean, some people think they they're contenders in their division. They can make it to the playoffs. Now that Baker Mayfield is on his second year, and he proved to be really good, and now they gave him. Uh, new tools like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and he's got Landry in there. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Some people think it's going to be a bust. Some people think it's going to it's not going to work out. But uh, that's another team to keep an eye on, and uh, definitely looking forward to September to come around. Yeah, and you know we got preseason football coming. I read that the the first uh, preseason football game is going to be August first. Mm-hmm. That's right around the corner. So yep, yep. you know that's I'm I'm I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. for you know because we're coming into a couple of months, June and July. Where there's not going to be a lot, slow, right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just baseball. And speaking of uh, Major League Baseball, nothing really going on, right? Yeah. I think that towards July we'll start to see um, the teams get more and more situated and in, into seeing who's gonna who's gonna make it to the end, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're, there's just a lot of lot of games happening in baseball right now. Yeah, what is it like? Um, I think it's something like there's like ten or eleven games a day. A day, yeah. You yeah. know, so I mean, and there's nothing, no, no real action happening. But as soon as there is, we'll keep our eyes on it. Let's talk a little bit of what happened uh, last weekend in uh, in golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had talked about this before. Um, you know, there was an expectation that Tiger Woods is going to come in and he's going to kick some ass, and we we're going to see some spectacular thing. Yeah, yeah. he and, was back for good. <laughs> right, and and uh, he didn't make the cut. He didn't make the cut. Yeah. I know he he just won the Masters or something, uh-huh. right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, about a month ago. I mean, that, that was it was one of the greatest victories. That, you know, you have to give him that. After all he's gone through, you know, all the personal issues, all his professional struggling, uh, everything, all all the luggage he carries, you know, um, and then he came back and won that Masters. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to watch the last day, the last round, and. I mean, there was so many things. Uh, we were showing clips of the first Masters he won and, and how long it's been. And his father was with him back then. Now, yeah, you know, he passed away. And it's just uh, his mom and the kids. I, I mean, it's one of those things that you really want to see. And uh, that was a, a very nice moment for us um, sports fans to see him winning that Masters. But, uh, yeah, I mean, then you have to go back to, to that PGA uh, tournament schedule and um, – and this was a big one. It so, was a big tournament. So I mean, everybody wanted to see him uh, putting some pressure on this young box. But, uh, yeah, he didn't make the cut. It was, well, a, little, yeah, it mean, was a little disappointing. It was. It was. And, it, you know, to, for a little bit of background, the PGA Tour was at um, a golf course called the 
Be- the Bethpage Black mm. course, supposedly one of the hardest courses mm. to to navigate through, mm-hmm. right? And um, he, you know, obviously we're talking about um, Tiger just because he he was a favorite, right? But who ended up winning? Um, Brooks Kopka. Brooks Kopka, mm. a guy that came out of left field over here. Mm-hmm. Um, really, no one that gets major media attention. But uh, wow, is he talented? Incredibly yeah. talented. If you have you ever tried playing golf, I mean, this thing is golf is super hard. It's not it's not as easy as they make it out to be on TV. Or no, it's, it's it, it requires a lot of work. Right, uh, a I lot. Mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, when you get to to be at the course for an entire day, I mean, it's a lot of fun. But at least level, it just requires so much work, uh, and uh, you really have to be a, per- a perfectionist to to be able to make it to to this this kind of level of uh, of performance. It's a really nice sport. So yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of uh, uh, of uh, you know downside on on us expecting to see Tiger really advance, and he didn't do anything on that. But hey, I mean, another, that doesn't mean uh, it wasn't good. And this guy Brooks Kopka, he played very well. Yeah, we'll we'll see uh, what happens. I mean, with Tiger, uh, that victory on the Masters obviously is gonna is gonna put some pressure on him every time he's. Um, on his next tournaments, uh, everybody's going to be like, oh, is he going to do it again? Is he going to be w- the kind of uh, performance he did in the Masters? So, yeah. But but uh, he's a big guy. He knows how to handle that. And uh, maybe the fact that this was really close to the Masters may have affected also his preparation. And uh, we'll see. I, I think he still got some fuel in the tank. And, um, you know, soon we're going to see one of those uh, performances. And, and he's going to win another major. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, that's what we have for you for this week for uh, sports news on the Gambling Podcast. Look for us every each and every week for the Gambling on the on the Gambling Forum and uh, comment on the threads in the Gambling Forum. What what do you want us to talk about? What do you want us to 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 comment on? Uh, and uh, and we'll get that going. So uh, you know, for the Gambling Podcast, I'm Nick. This is Gus, and we'll see you next week.